Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, Book 4. We're a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they seek to change the world, and how the world responds in turn. I am your host and DM, Scott, and you can find me on Twitter at TheScottBlake. Hi, I'm Chris, and you can find me at EwokKiller on Twitter. I play Finnegan Finn Tempest, a tiefling trainer, which is a Skyrend original class supported by the Metalweave Games supplement Baby Beastry. Finn is the trainer of Cerulius, a blue guard drake. Hi, my name is Nate. You can find me on Twitter at Skyrend underscore Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the human monk, and I am currently hosting Cade, the demigod of the land in my brain. Hi, I'm Shannon. You can find me on Twitter at Skyrend underscore Shannon. I play Aranus Gray, the god of rebellion, and I am a half-elf bard. You can also find the show on Twitter at Skyren Podcast, and you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Head on over to find out about bonus chapters, early access, NPC creation, and more. Now then, thank you for joining us, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. It is this Ulwan's turn, this human Ulwan, who hears his two companions pass out, turns and looks. Aw, crap. Looks to where the door is, sees that's shut. Aw, crap. And he says, Attacking an Earl can have you tried for treason. If you walk away now, no harm, little harm, no foul. This doesn't have to go anywhere. But nervous, a little bit of shaking. He is not a guard. Cannot stress that enough. He plays at being a guard and has not faced actual combat like this. So he's trying to use logic here. Would anybody like to respond? Who's next in the order? Because I'm not saying anything. Darwin will be next. But I'm, I'm not saying anything. <clears throat> There's part of me that wants to... And then part of me that just wants to let Darwin punch him. Which part wins? Mm, it's usually the talking part that wins. Not really sure what to say, though. So I'm not going to. I'm just going to give Darwin a little nod. Like, go for it. Punch him. <laughs> well, he's going to do something. He's just offering that up first, but nobody's going to respond. Is anyone still standing in front of the door? I would be because I just froze it. Oh, that's right. You did just... Oh, shit. I don't... I, there's there's three of you plus Cyril. I, I don't know. Who would he want to attack? Um, the one who debilitated the Earl. Obviously. Arnis, he's coming for you. Bring it, bitch. <laughs> he's going to make two attacks with his blunted sword. Ooh, I don't think either of those are going to hit. Does a 12 hit? Nope. Then neither of those hit. Yeah, he really hasn't done combat before. These are just like big, awkward, like theatrical swings, like telegraphed to all hell. And very easy to step out of the way from. Very easy to dodge. And he's like nervously, like moving his sword around, like holding it in front of him, side to side, like trying to keep it between y'all and him. And he's like standing in front of the Earl right now. Darvin, what do you want to do? 
I guess I'm punching this guy. All right, go ahead and hit him. Got a 19. Yeah, that's going to hit. 11 damage. Okay. He's still up. I guess I'm punching him again. All right. More than a 19. More than a hit, then. 22. There we go. I can't match. (laughs) Also 11 damage. All right. All right. He is not looking good. He's swaying. That's only two attacks. You've got at least one more in you. You could flurry and do two more. Use it because we want to get this guy out as fast as possible. Okay, sure. So what you doing? Sure, we could flurry and get two more attacks. All right. Okay, first, second attack. Ooh, that's only a 13. 13's not going to quite hit. Okay. Last punch, then. Mm-hmm. It's a 16. That hits. Nice. 11 damage. <laughs> yeah. Where do you hit him to knock him out? Mm, like the stomach-ish area. Okay. Big gut hit. Down he goes. <clears throat> Two of them are asleep. This guy's out cold. What do you do? If they're all out. Then we need to tie up the old ones and tie them all up. Oh, yeah. Because we want to slow down the old ones from getting out of here as much as possible. Okay. I say don't gag them because I feel like that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> the frozen door is going to hold them a while, too. I kind of want to take their masks, though. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> all right. You've got a pair of stern old one masks. <sighs> Thieves. Okay. And tie him up. No problem. One person, whoever wants to, your rope is now in use. It's gone. It's used to tie these people up. Cool. And then what? Uh, we take the Earl. Okay. And you leave the other two behind. Yep. Okay. Uh, let me just see how long they stay asleep. Maybe we should put one of their masks on the Earl. Mm. Oh, that's not a oh, bad that's idea. that's not a bad idea at all. Just to try and disguise him a little. Brilliant thinking. Darwin over here with, like, the good plans. Mm -hmm. No, that's really nice. Okay. The spell lasts for one minute, so gonna want to hurry. After a minute, they wake up. So we'll say it's by the time you get up a level. So you're up on the 15th level. You're in this service tunnel building on the 15th level. When this Earl Earl wakes up, Mask on and not gagged. We should have done that. Who is is someone carrying him? Are you dragging him? Is he just like on Cyril's back? What's up? Weekend at Bernie'sing him. Okay. Uh, are his legs tight or just his hands? I was just saying maybe he's on Cyril. That might be better. <laughs> okay, we're still in the in the service chambers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. His feet are definitely tied. Okay. And uh, the second. I realize he's not gagged. I gag him. <laughs> oh, wait. he wakes up and he's like, what? What's going on? Where am I? And exactly. What are you gagging and him then, with? <laughs> oh, let me see what I've got on me. Mm, I don't know. I don't, I don't really have anything. Does Finnegan wear gloves? Do you have like some old socks in your bag? Do you have a bandana? 
I have nothing that I've established as having like no, that. I, you know what that- I? You know what I have? I have leather workers tools. And I think somewhere in there is like some old pieces of leather that I've like practiced on and whatnot mm-hmm. that I've stitched together and I just rip them out and I just stuff them in his yeah. mouth. And then I put the mask down in front of it oh, and kind of like oh, tighten the mask. So it's all kind of layered in there. <laughs> okay. So there's some coming out and there's like some drool coming down his chin because it can't close his mouth and the leather's in there. It's quiet mumbling, but it's definitely mumbling. Can't make out what he's saying anymore. It doesn't sound polite. I'll say that much. And up, up you go, eh? Mm-hmm. How do you navigate him and Cyril up the ladders in between floors? Just curious. I think to get Cyril up, in fact, I know exactly what it is. It's... I put Ciro back in the harness and I empty my pack into Arnus and Darwin's packs and I put Ciro in my pack. Okay. And then how's Earl getting up that ladder if his hands and feet are bound? You can always tie a rope around him and just haul him up. It's very undignified, but it would work. Be slow. I think that's the most likely way unless anybody else has got an idea. Nope. I, I really don't. So, yeah. Okay. I, I'm sure. He's banging up against the side of that wall. <laughs> Ristos giggling in the background. <laughs> you would be. <sighs> he gets a kick out of it. We've got, an, we've got nobility here just being dragged around like some kind of common criminal. This is very amusing. But eventually, you make your way back up. And you're back into the orc quarters. Bring him back into this bound home. Are you going in through the front door or the back door? Back door. Okay. He immediately sees the fully withered orc there in the bed, and he's wearing the mask. You can't see it, but he like goes white. He's like, oh shit, they brought me here to kill me. And the mumbling and the murmuring from behind the gag and the mask go from rude and accusatory to pleading. Like, what are you doing? Um, You've kidnapped an Earl. This is fantastic. Yes. I love it. Darwin's got a new hat. <laughs> I look to Darwin and oh, so I just I just say to the to the room, I all right. We should get the body off the bed because it's going to be the best place to to toy this Earl down for what we have to do. Okay. Okay. And then I also will say, uh, and come down, Earl. We're not going to kill you. We're here to save you. Although you have no idea what that means. <laughs> okay. Where are you taking this this orc's body to? It doesn't have to go far. It could go under the bed for all I care. It just it just needs to be off of the bed because there's not enough space for the body and the Earl and. Uh-huh. Finnegan's not one who's is not the one who's going to say break up the body so it's out of the way. <laughs> you can move the body to the floor if you all want to, and if that's as far as it goes, that that's a freebie. That one's on me. All right. Okay. So you're going to put him in the bed, tie him to the bed. Well, as much as this sounds a little uh, intense, the the intention is to like you know tie him legs and arms to the bed because we don't want him to get away and I don't know what I'm going to need to do to him to free him. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be really hard to think that this is not some sort of kinky thing now. 
<laughs> I understand that, but there's nowhere else to tie him, and I'm going to need to potentially do some, like, you know, I don't know, operations, magic on his body. Full oh, access well. is going to be helpful. Yeah, I don't know what's going to have to happen here. Exorcism? Is that what we're doing <laughs> right? here? Do it's we need an old priest headed. and a young priest? Is that what we need? I'm, I'm, I'm getting some Constantine opening scene feelings here. Ooh. Okay. Okay. You tie Earl down to the bed. Okay. Done. Mask and gag still in place. He is struggling against the bindings, of course. And from behind the mask, his eyes are just darting back and forth between all of you, trying to figure out what's going on, attempting to plead. But what do you do? What's going on? What's the plan here? I want to start, you know, pulling all my kind of magic related stuff like out of my pocket, out of, I've got, you know, my, my spell books and a, a holster strapped to my leg. I'm pulling that out. I'm setting up space to, to work some real magic here, y'all. Okay. And the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to take out a, like a piece of chalk and, and make a little like chalk circle around where I'm going to sit and cast detect magic and start by trying to understand what magic is influencing him okay detect magic as a ritual okay so it's going to take a little bit of time here darvin and arnis what are you doing while finnegan sets up and prepares this ritual standing guard because otherwise i got nothing okay arnis i'm really gonna just like ask finn what he wants me to do like do you want magical support do you want me to start flipping through all the stuff that I know to see if I have things I can do? Yeah. Do you want me to just cast light on that thing over there so you can see? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you want some bardic inspiration? That That is going to be helpful at some point. I don't know how long it lasts, so... That's a good question. I think you can give him bardic inspiration. We'll just say he'll have it when he needs to roll something. Okay. Since we're not in like initiative order, then yeah, let's let's start with that, and then we'll go from there. Perfect. See, I know if I talked long, it would come up with something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out what school of magic this thing is. Just a moment here, because there's not like not a clear answer in my head. Mm. Sometimes magic schools in D and D don't make any sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is looking up two spells that do very similar things, and they're from very different schools of magic. Okay. So, Finnegan, you cast Detect Magic. And what do you detect? The masks in the room, obviously. Everybody's various magical items. You can see, like, little outlines and different colors on them. You can get a sense of the central column and the kind of the foggy smoke you know, is coming into the house. You've closed off the house, but it's not, you know, it's not hermetically sealed. You know, this isn't an airtight seal. You aren't able to keep everything out just with what's already there. With more work, you might be able to completely seal the home or the room even. But some of that's seeping in. So you've got some of that fog in here, which you understand what it does now. Between Darwin and Arnis being able to tell you like, oh yeah, elven water, we know what that is. It's healing. It enhances your appearance. And it locks in changelings into their shape. And there's other magic. There's two more things going on. One, there is other magic just all throughout his head, this Earl Earl's head. As you're seeing it now, it's more like an echo of the magic because it's not constantly updating their thoughts and their memories and experiences and everything. But it has happened within the past day. 
And that holds up with what we know mm-hmm. about the whole brain hive mind type thing. It happens when they sleep in their specific rooms where they can link up to the system. As far as which school of magic, that is, in a sense, it's transmutation in the way that it's kind of like rewiring memories. But it's not like overwriting things, it's just adding. Mm-hmm. But also, since you used to take magic, I was going to give this to you. In his shirt, there is a small magical item that seems to be evocation magic. All right. Going to, while I still have this active, because it's going to last for 10 minutes, mm-hmm. I'm going to use it and I'm going to say, um, Artis and Darvin, to really make this work, I feel like we're going to have to seal the building off from the fog. I can see it quite well in this form. We should do our best together right now to try and seal it off before I lose this uh, casting and have to cast this again. So the intention is to try and like keep the fog from coming into the room as much as we can to hopefully mm-hmm. strengthen our ability to work what we're trying to work right now. I, I think that's a pretty solid first step. Sure. Do we want the whole building or just this room? I think we just need to focus on this room. If we can seal this room and then like nobody's going in or out until we've got this under control, we should be fine. Perfect. We've got bedrolls, shirts, whatever, and just shove them into the, all the cracks we can find. Cool. So this is going to be like wetting down towels to hot box, but reverse hot box. <laughs> reverse exactly. hot box, yeah. Exactly, exactly, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Cool. Uh, I like where your heads are at. This is fun. Okay. After you seal that up, you know, anything that's currently in here will take a little bit of time to just naturally settle or dissolve or whatever happens to it. It's not going to hang around forever, which is why it's constantly being pumped out. But after some time, it will fade away. You can tell, like, ah, no more is coming in. During that wait time, I'm going to remove the item from the Earl's pocket or wherever. Mm-hmm. It's in like a breast pocket. Use, yeah, use the time while we're waiting to cast a uh, ritual cast identify on it. Okay, no problem. This is a device very similar to something that Darwin and Arnis have seen before. Slightly different make. This is a, it's like a tracking beacon. This is very similar to the one that Galvani had. So that way you could find him when you were on the, the island, the Glamour Island. And this is just like a homing beacon. This is like he was being attacked and kidnapped and he activated this. And his location is currently pinging off of anybody who's looking into it. Cool. There's not a rush of people now, but if you leave this on, yeah, mm-hmm. this is a tracker. People will find you. As soon as I you. realize that, I'm going to use another ability. I'm going to say what I'm... I'm going to share out what I've just discovered and see if anybody else says anything while I try to figure out. I, I, I think it's too obvious. We need to really work to see if we can't get it thrown off completely. Attach it to a squirrel or rat or something? There I are rats. I thinking the same thing, but I think it might be a matter of catching one. I don't want to point out the obvious here, but Finnegan's a tamer. I know. Give me a second. I'm trying to see what I can do. Okay. Let's go for it. Are there any like rats in the room? Like in right this now? particular room? Yes. No. Okay. I mean, you'd have to leave the room anyways to yeah. breed the rat. But if you want to go find a rat, you can exit the house. You could probably find like a, a trash pile, like a kind of community dumping ground and find some rats there. Okay. Perfect. Let's do that because I've got a plan for this. Uh-huh. So, yeah, let's do it. Uh, I want to go find a rat 
or some other sort of tiny beast? I mean, I'm going to go with rat because rats hanging out in trash is great. But if you want to go tinier, we could also find like cockroaches and stuff. Mm, no, I like rat. Rat, Rat's good. Okay. Let's find a rat. You're at a trash pile. Rats in there. There's little squeaks. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> they hear you coming up and they don't do anything. They're rats. They own this town. Yeah. I'm going to use one of my daily castings to speak with animals. I have a few mm-hmm. of those left. And I'm going to look at one of those rats. Uh, I'm going to look at, you said I found one or multiple. There are so many rats. Okay, cool. I'm going to look at one of the rats. And so I'm going to use this casting of, okay, question. I'm looking at Animal Messenger, which I've not used before. So that's why I'm having this question is, do I need to, I don't need to cast speak with animals to be able to use Animal Messenger to speak to the animal to make it my messenger. That kind of is covered in both of them, I'm assuming. Let me see. Let, let me read Animal Messenger. By means of this spell, you use an animal to deliver a message, which is a tiny beast you can see. Specify a location, which you must have visited, and a recipient who matches general description, such as... You also speak a message of up to 25 words. Target beast travels for the duration. It delivers the message to the creature that you described, replicating the sound of your voice. Messenger speaks only to a creature matching a description. If the messenger doesn't reach its destination before the spell ends, the message is lost. I don't think the animal understands you when you cast this spell. It sounds like you're recording a message into an animal that they play back. But then it, it says the animal will go do what you told it to do, or go find the person, right? Because you have to... It'll understand the person, but it won't understand the message that's delivered. Okay, and that's 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 neither here nor there. I just wanted to make sure that like through the cast, I don't have to cast speak with animals to cast this spell and have the animal know who they're going to look for. Right. Yeah, because that would be broken. Okay, now that we've worked all of that out in an unnecessary long amount of time, <laughs> going to going to cast uh, animal messenger on this rat, and I may you may ask me actually to ask to use speak with animals in just a second, but um, what I want to do is essentially like. The message I want to send is, this is Finnegan. The rat carries a tracking beacon. Keep it moving around the city. Nice and simple. Okay. And I want to send him to, that rat, them, to the, uh, do we know where our companions are going to be? You like the actual party members? Yeah. Yeah, sure. You know where they're going to be. Then I am going to tell him to go to wherever they're going to be. And to look, and then I'm going to describe, uh, I want to say Catalina, but that's not her name. Carolina? Carolina, thank you. You're going to send a rat to a cat. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But also, I feel if there's anyone can, that can keep people running around this town, it's her. <laughs> uh, that's, that's pretty fair. That's pretty fair. All right. You give this message to this rat. You describe Carolina, where they're going to be. I don't think they would have ventured too far from where you initially parted with them like they're on that level yeah i just need a way to attach the thing to the rat now okay so if you're willing to like let me rig a little something with like i've got string i could just tie it around the rat then that's cool yeah cool all right run little rat messenger run squeak 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 and off it goes oh before it goes i give it a little treat because i'm i'm like that it stops Turns around, treat. <laughs> and I go back to my companions and I tell them what I just did. <laughs> if they didn't, if they weren't watching me. I was going to say, they weren't there. <laughs> Were they watching? Did they watch that entire ridiculousness happen? Yes. 
<laughs> so what you saw literally was me pull this thing off this dude, sit there for five minutes and freak out and say, we need to find a rat. <laughs> and okay. now it's off and running. Cool. Solve that problem. Thank God I discovered that problem. I know. That was going to be real fun in about 20, 30 minutes uh, when there was a knock at the door. <laughs> yep. Okay. So All right. Back in the room. Reseal mm. the room. Reseal it up. And then Earl is still conscious and gagged. Yep. And the first step is I'm going to try, I'm going to go out the gate hard and I'm going to cast dispel mod magic on him at level four. Let me take a look at dispel. Magic. It's unfortunately, this isn't like a spell that's on them, but it is a magical effect. Well, you do get to still roll. Uh, which effect are you trying to end? The main one on him right now is the effect of the fog. That's the Keeping one I want to go for first, because it makes, if we can't fully undo the brain one, I feel like it, if we can unlock part of that, it makes it easier to convince him or mm -hmm. them if they're in their pure form. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like the, the memory stuff isn't like a constant effect. Like it, the magic is really only happening while they sleep in those spaces. After that, those are memories that they have implanted there by magic. And if you were to wipe all those out, that would be very interesting. So that's why I bring it up. But okay, we're going to start with the effects of the fog, of the elven water. Is anybody doing anything here to help? Um, you still have bardic inspiration from Arnis? I, I do, I do. I haven't used that yet. Okay. Anything else that people want to do to help? If not... Finnegan's going to have to roll an ability check with your spellcasting ability. Yes, for if I'm assuming that it's because it's, you know, you, you're reading Higher spells. Level four. Yes, yes yeah. I'm assuming. Okay. And so that's going to be it's an intelligence check. Mm-hmm. I should D20 be looking at Finnegan. Yes, don't use Cyril's intelligence for this. She's a good girl. She's a smart girl, but she's not a learned girl the okay. way Finnegan is. That is a 16 Okay. It's going to be close. Um, you know what? Before you decide that, I'm going to use my Bark Inspiration here. What's the die for that? That would be a d12. Shit. It's okay, that's insane. Gonna put me way over. Let me roll one. Um, no, it's a 19 total. I rolled a three. Okay. This effect from the Elven Water and the Elven Fog has been on this Earl for a long time. This is like ingrained in them so to speak. It is still a magical effect and something that they are constantly under the influence of as long as they are either drinking the water or have recently drunk the water or they are in the fog. They're just kind of constantly absorbing. But here in this room, the fog is dissipating, but it's been on them for a long time. With a 19, that, geez, a 19 is equivalent to negating a ninth level spell, which is mm -hmm. everything. The highest level okay. you can cast, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In which case, I think it's going to be effective. It's just not instantaneous in the effect. So what do you see from this Earl who is tied up? This Earl is dressed, and they're wearing a mask. So the only exposed skin right now, really, are the hands. And you can see his hair, especially since he doesn't have his hat on anymore, Darwin. <laughs> you see the hands begin to turn pale, slowly. It gets a shift. You don't notice it at first, but just... Over a few minutes, the skin lightens and pales, 
and the hair pales and lengthens. And this is reversing these effects, the physical effects. And all the while you're doing this, just... And Earl, Earl, this person is struggling against the bindings. Okay. I'm going to look to Arnis and be like, uh, wait, so he's still got the mental. Oh, yeah. I want to see if I can try and do something about that, too. Before you work on the mental, mm-hmm. Arnis and Darvin, is there anything that you want to do here? Oh, yeah, yeah. Good. I don't think I have anything. I mean, to be honest, and like, I have greater restoration, if that would do anything, but I don't. I, I don't I'd, know what that wor- does or how it works. Let's see. You can be a creature you touch with positive entity to a, do a debilitating effect. You can reduce the target's exhaustion or the following effects. One effect that charmed or petrified target. One curse, including the target's attunement to stardom. Any reduction in the target's ability scores. An effect that reduces their hit point map. Uh, <laughs> Looking at the text of that, I don't think any of them yeah. really apply. I mean, lesser restoration cures one disease oh, or condition. And that ain't it either. So, I mean, that's really... Yeah, the curse is the closest one here on Greater Restoration, but the mental thing isn't really a curse. Mm. No, I don't really have anything that, that I think will be useful. Okay. Then the next attempt is to clear the magic from his mind with Dispel Magic. And again, I'm going to go... Oh, before I do that, I'm going to say... Um, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something here. I'm going to say... Um, Arnis, that uh, inspiration was quite handy last time. If you wouldn't mind another dose, please. See, and you started talking before I went, oh, I know what I can do. <laughs> uh-huh. Let me just play another little tune for you. Earl, Earl. This changeling Earl is so confused. Casting magic and then playing a little ditty. Like, <laughs> like what the heck are you doing today? All right, people. Big money, big roll. Big boy. Let's try and clear this change, changeling's mind. Oh my god, look at that. I mean, if you crit. I just crit. Yeah, he he did. That was legit. Hell Can't yeah. Can confirm. <sighs> you know why that die crit? I haven't no, used that die in like a year. And it's like, it's my turn? Okay. <sighs> I'm going to throw in the bardic inspiration to overkill like, even more so, or just happy with the crit? Mm. <laughs> How long does Bardic Inspiration last? I mean, if you're going to be doing more rolls, you could save it for that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'll save it, it for flavor. Okay. <sighs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. I, I need a moment here. Okay. We've got a changeling our own type bed. Finnegan has slowly started to undo what has happened to them. First, slowly reverting their physical form. Underneath the clothing, that is all still happening. It's all very surface level first and going to work its way deeper and deeper. And then Finnegan tries to undo the magic that is in their head. There are truths in their brain as far as what they've experienced and what's been shared with them. Those things really happened, but the lie of who they are and what they are is definitely in there. And slowly, layer by layer, This is all burning away in their head. And while they didn't have much of a reaction to having their physical form undone, don't even know if they know that it's happening, really. But as soon as all the mental changes 
beginning to get peeled away, burn off. They start freaking out. They are struggling and yanking at the ropes, and the bed is shaking now. <clears throat> and they are just completely flipping out. Like, their brain is just in turmoil right now. And as they start to do this, I think that's when I holler out to Arnis uh, and say, Arnis, you've got to calm him. Uh, thinking I should use magic to do it, or you want me to just talk to them? You're the one who's all about people. I'm the one who's about magic. <laughs> However, it is you now your game. Arms. I've done my part. Or Darwin I mean, can knock Darwin him out. could <laughs> knock him out. Yeah. Temple punch him. Yeah. Put him in a chokehold. But it's up to you all what you want to do. They are rightfully so starting to freak out because their brain is dissolving. Not their brain, but their memories. Everything they know is being thrown into chaos. All right. I'm going to see. If I can do this with words and not have to like put them back to sleep. Uh, and for once in his life, Arnest doesn't know what to say. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. Okay. I know you're scared. I know you're rightfully freaking out. I promise you that we are going to help you get through this. Do you believe me? Roll persuasion, Arnest. This is a very high DC. Because very big things are happening in their head right now. I know. I'm not expecting this to be successful, but I wanted to try talking before I was just like, magically go back to sleep. Well, it's the highest thing I've rolled all night. That's (laughs) not a great comfort. No, but it does come to a 26. Oh, okay. I don't know why you were so hesitant about it. Well, I mean, the roll is only an 11. They are still struggling and pulling against their bindings like they still don't know why they're tied up why they're here why they're gagged but through the mask their eyes make contact with yours there's a connection there and there's a sign of trust but that doesn't really ease their mental condition at the moment like they are still freaking out but for the moment they don't think that you're a threat they don't think like you're out to make it worse they just know that this really sucks, and they don't know what to do. Okay. And they're bound and gagged, and they are struggling. But there is, like, a connection there with the eyes. Okay. Is there anything else people would like to do? You eat the mouth. If you convey that, I'm going to take the mask off and ungag him. I... Hesitantly. I, I was... That's exactly what I was going to say. Okay. I'm going to leave the ropes tying you. We're going to take off the mask and ungag you. I want you to tell me... What is happening in your head? Just like, it doesn't have to make any sense. Just talk me through like what you're seeing and what you're experiencing. Okay. Finnegan, you said you're removing the mask and the gag? Yeah, I'll do that. All right. As Finnegan removes those, they calm down a little bit. They're not fully unrestrained, but it's a start. And not being gagged is a huge relief in a sense. They can breathe a little bit easier, but there's still just a lot of panic in their face. And their voices, scared and confused. <sighs> Where am I? Why am I tied up? What's happening? I, uh, I, I see so much I, in my head, and it feels like it feels like my mind is on fire, and I don't know what's real. And I've been here. I don't belong here i i feel lost 
and scared. I see so many faces that I should know, and they're vanishing. So much time. Ah. They're trying to make sense of memories and things as they're being peeled away and removed from their mind. And this is a confusing time for them. It's it's not instantaneous, as I said. Like The fake memories, the Earl memories, are in there. And there's a lot of them. And they're melting away. But that's, that's a scary thing. It's, you're, they are losing their mind, in a way. And they're scared. <sighs> what am I doing here? Who are you? Why am I tied? Unless anybody stops me, I'm going to, I'm going to tell them our, I'm going to tell them, I'm going to tell them our names. I'm sorry. I'm Arnis. This is Finn. That's Cyril. (laughs) This is Darwin. You are tied because in the form that you were forced into, you would have not been a willing participant in freeing you. Hmm. Are you and Darwin still wearing masks? Sorry, Arnis and Darwin, are you still wearing the masks? I am. No, I would have taken. I would have taken mine off. Okay. Before before I started talking to them, I would probably take mine off when Arnis does to follow his cue on that. Okay. What did they say? Not willing. What are you doing to me? I. And they they're like looking at you, Darvin and Arnis. I. I've seen you. I. You're here. I can. Ah, your faces, it was there. I could almost... And the memories of you passing through the first time, way, way long ago, are in there somewhere. And at the same time that they're trying to remember this and remember the name and remember the faces, it's peeling away. And it's almost like the faster they try to remember it, the faster it's burning away because it's being brought to the surface and the surface is melting. So there's recognition, and there's forget, and there's pain and anguish at knowing that they're forgetting. When will it be done? When will this stop? I don't know. Um, tell me this. What is your name? Uh, Earl. It's Earl, right? Earl. No. Oh, it's... It feels right, and it feels wrong. Mmm. Because for the past many years, the only name they've known has been Earl. Earl Earl. And the more they try to remember that name, the faster it goes away. The more it burns. There's anguish in their head, and there's a cold sweat, and there are tears forming in their eyes. As they realize they are forgetting who they are. And it's not just the identity, it's the time that they're forgetting and losing, and how much of that has been real if the memories aren't staying around. Several minutes of this struggling and this panting and this sweating and these tears go by. There's a moment of clarity. I think I think I am retreat. It sounds so it sounds so distant in my head. I think that's right. If you've got your name, then the rest of your true identity should be coming back. What you experienced as Earl Earl was real. It happened. But it wasn't you. And I'm betting it wasn't your choice. How long? When? What? 
How long have I been here? I don't know. I think it'll work like with like people who have been in comas if I just ask them what year they think it is. <laughs> Should I just try it? Yeah, exactly. Try it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <sighs> okay, I, I don't know how long you've been here. Um, tell me, what year do you think it is? Hmm. I don't know. It's... It's like so much time, and it feels so recent. Ah. They're like racking their brain here. Because, I mean, as Earl Earl, obviously they had access to calendars, and they were keeping up with, to date with things, but the, those memories are melting, burning away. They're just searching. They're diving through their, their memories for the last date that felt real. I need a dot. A number of years. Okay, so that means it would... I'm trying to figure out what year it is now, and then go back that number of years. So right now, it is 169 AT. Just for perspective, so we all know. (sighs) I... Was... It was... I remember... Was was their eighth birthday? I was going out to get a gift. It's one fifty-three. Okay. I was picking flowers. They always like red. Okay, you've uh, you've been Earl for sixteen years. The child's been alone for sixteen years. Their head just turns to the side. Tears fall onto the old mattress. Um. Okay. I'm not sure what to do. I know. No. Screw that. I don't know how hard this is. I have no idea. But I do know that you, right now, you have a choice. You can let this take you down, or you can help us stop it from happening to anybody else. And you can free every other changeling in this city. They really just wanted to run away until you said other changelings. They turned their head up. There's others. This has happened to others. Every earl in this city is a changeling. How many? Do, do I know the answer to that? All I've said is dozens, if not hundreds. There's a lot. Dozens at the least? Probably hundreds? So many. What can I do? What could I do? And help myself? Well, that's the tricky bit. Because, theoretically, what we do is kind of, we connect you back up with the Earl network, with your true identity, to kind of jar everybody else out of being Earl and back into their true identities. Arnis, roll persuasion. It's another 26. Is it going to hurt them as much as it hurts me? Yes, but they will be themselves again, not a false persona forced upon them against their will. I, I don't know what I can do. I don't know... If 
The pain will be too much. I don't know if it will even work. But whether it works or it fails, after we are done, I need to go home. I need to find my child. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> okay. They weakly nod. Uh, this is still a draining experience for them. Memories are still burning away. But they are doing their best to push through it. And they will need time to recover physically, mentally, emotionally. I, I mean, years for the last two, at the very least. Would anyone uh, like to... Let me, let me try this. Okay. As they agree to help us and, and kind of mm -hmm. wrap up this conversation with Arnis, I begin to untie their bind bindings. And I say, I understand a desire to take down those who have wronged you. And I do believe you'll need some rest. I don't know how much we can afford to give you. But when you're ready... I think I have a plan. As you untie their arms and legs, they withdraw into themselves and curl up, roll to their side, eventually fall asleep. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash skyrenpodcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 city council level, thank you, Shannon DeMello. At the $10 mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello. At the $15 governor level, thank you, Phoenix Bryan and Sierra Jones. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrendpodcast.com. As always, thanks to Daryl Barnes for creating our theme music. You can find them on Twitter at Daryl Barnes underscore. We also want to thank the talented at Gabby underscore Desu on Twitter for our fantastic podcast art. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrend.